0: Hey you guys, welcome to A Woman's Roadmap. This is my first ever episode and I am so excited. I love to talk. So let's get into a little bit about me. So if you didn't already know, this is Brooklyn, Lyle, and I'm 19. I live in St. Cloud, Central Minnesota. And I have relationship struggles almost on the daily. It's hard being me. And I wanted to talk about my experiences and other experiences from my friends or people I know and what they've told me. And just talk a little bit about how men are so deceiving and confusing And they give you nothing, but yet they give you everything. And I just want to preface this by saying, I am such an independent woman, but God, do I love attention from men. So let's get into it a little bit and yeah, I'm excited. So I want to start off with my history my little dating history and i apologize if you hear the birds outside but i'm sitting on my favorite lounge chair where i tend to take my thirst traps and post on my gram and i love it out here so you're gonna be listening to birds as will i so i am from saint cloud and let's let's just say Uh, we got slim pickings here. Congratulations to all of the people in maybe what seems to be healthy relationships here. Uh, but let's be real. Nobody's really in a healthy relationship. So, I actually have never been in a what you would call formal relationship. I mean, I've been in countless relationships and I mean countless situationships and they're awful they are so draining but I continue to go through them and I want to start with attention because every woman at one point in their day or in their week or in their lives craves attention it's natural and I don't care to talk about it because I want to be real and I love talking. So when it comes to men and personally, any type of attention can give me the ick, if I'm being honest. If some guy is going to slide up on my Instagram story saying hot or give me a creepy emoji, that is not the attention I want when it comes to people i already have an interest in and they give me any sort of amount of attention oh my god it is like i was given an award for being the hottest the cutest the nicest girl in this damn town and it's kind of awful to think about but when you really do like somebody especially me if i like you God, getting any amount of attention, I just crave it all the time. I wanna talk to you all the time. I wanna hear from you 24 seven, which sounds nuts, but that's how it should be. If you're gonna be invested in somebody, they should be investing their all from the beginning, not over time. So when I was in high school, I was very, let's just say, interesting. I wasn't very liked, and especially by men. Even though I refused to honestly give anybody in my grade, my graduating class, attention at the time, I think they started to resent me. I don't know if it's just, like, pubescent hormones running through little boys brains and their hearts but god did they get pissed by me I used to hang out with older guys I would say probably 17 or 18 year olds which ick I'll love to get into that in another episode of how disgusting men are and how they take advantage of naive young girls but Let's skip that part for right now. I used to hang out with older guys, and it was fun. Oh my god, it was so fun. I do regret a lot of it, but for me, they seemed that they had a little bit of maturity. And high school was pretty boring because of that. When all the other graduating classes graduated, I was like, well... What the hell am I supposed to do now? Nobody in my grade likes me. I was very blunt, and I didn't really put up with anybody's shit in high school, which I am so happy I did, because now I walked out of there and realized the people that I didn't want to be around and the people that I came back to my dating history in high school. Like I said, I was never in a formal relationship and it was by choice, but at the same time, unconsciously, I was putting up a barricade for the sake of my trust and my dignity. I would get into these things, and oh my god, can we talk about the word thing I will never describe another relationship with a man in my life as a thing. Trauma, you guys. I don't know why that was so popular, but I would get into these things with older guys in my high school or outside. I was a social butterfly, so I talked to a lot of different people. And that's in any relationship aspect, like friends or men. And God, was it interesting to talk to a guy at the age of 16 for months at a time with getting no relationship validation or... So I could probably tell you about one situationship thing that I had and... I'll never forget it because, honestly, men are calculated, but they're kind of dumb. All right. It started during COVID and right before COVID. I was talking to this guy. We would hang out and, you know, other things. But this was going on for, I would say, six months. And every time we would meet at this specific spot, and mind you, I was freshly 16, never thought I would be in this situation and with that person because, oh my God, what a whore. A man whore, a man slut. It's like Samantha Jones, but in a man form and less iconic. Anyways, we would meet at this specific spot, and it'd be for, like, 20 minutes. He would never bring his phone around me, you guys, and I didn't realize this till after, but I would always unlock my car, he'd come sit, we'd chat, yeah, whatever, chat, and listen to music, and then he'd leave. But he didn't give me anything other than that. There was no actual emotional connection and I thought there was because I was naive and I had no fucking idea that he had a girlfriend yeah the entire time and I didn't realize this till a few months after I had stopped talking to him because I wanted more and obviously he couldn't give me more because he was giving somebody else all he had probably not all he had knowing this person and i find out from another friend and we're at a pool and she's like yeah he doesn't bring his phone around you because his girlfriend is a screensaver and i was like oh my god how dumb could i possibly be wrong i'm not dumb he was just sneaky Mind you, that wasn't the last time I ever saw him. Actually, I think I saw him maybe, like, God, this past year. And, oh, my God, let's not get into the toxic cycle of going back to men that treat you like shit for a little while. Um, I, I'm not ready to talk about that yet. I need some time to process my thoughts because it's a little embarrassing to me. Um it, Seeing other women go back to men that treated them so badly, I'm like, Eck, girl, get your shit together. Yeah, Brooklyn, get your shit together. After that whole thing with that man, I cut him off. I was like, Ew, fuck you, blocked. He can never give me a little snap. What are you doing at 2 a.m. at night ever again? That lasted a long time, I would say. Then COVID hits and I don't go back to school for a very long time. It was my senior year and it was spring. And let me just tell you, your girl was ready for hot girl summer. I was very anxious to get out into the world right before college. I didn't wanna be in a relationship with anybody because that would be draining and a waste of my time. Oh, let's just call this one. Um, what should we call him? Let's call him Tom. He reminds me of Tom Sandoval because he's weird and sneaky and like talks funny. So, spring twenty twenty-two, I get a notification that this guy, Tom, Liked my Instagram. I go to his profile. Check him out. He's my type. And I'm not going to get into my type. If you know me, you know my type. And I don't need to expose myself to the general public. And I can't give too much information. Just because I'm just like super discreet. Anyways, Tom. He is a catfish, you guys. He was a total catfish. He looked cute in his Instas. So, maybe me, me, I am that girl to look up your name and follow you or find you somehow. So, I added him on Snap. That was probably one of the worst decisions, but the best decisions of my life, looking back. So, I add him, and I was like, hey... You play for blank. We don't need to describe blank. And he's like, yeah, how did you find me? And I was like, well, you liked my Instagram, for one. But anyways, ignorant ass. So we start talking, and the first time we hang out, I pick him up from our local bar at 3 in the morning this man is shmammered like i couldn't understand him in general but him drunk i was like oh my god i should not be around you right now so (laughs) we go back to his house and he lives with some people and you know whatever happens happens I was like, oh, my God. Okay, I spent the night. It was so fun. But after that, (laughs) I got invested because I thought he was super unique and, of course, my type. And I was like, okay, he's hot-ish. I could totally make my little dream come true when it comes to my type. No, I was completely wrong. So this went on for, I would say, probably two months. Say it was a fucking roller coaster. I would go over there at night around the same time, or I would go super early in the day because I'd be pissed off at him, and he was like, well, you can come over now, and I'll make it up to you, basically. And I was like, "Uh, okay, I'm fine with that. So then he stopped giving me constant attention and girls, when I say attention, I mean, like he would leave me unopened for two entire days. And so I was like, okay, this is bullshit. I'm not doing it anymore. So a few months go by and, you know, women are a little malicious. I would call myself malicious when it comes to men so i'm still kind of heated about the whole situation that happened and i decided that you know i should go hang out with one of his friends and i did hang out with one of his friends i really ended up liking his friend not just because i was trying to get back at him in any way but i did end up liking him so that was kind of hard, but he was he was so fun, he was so polite, and then he wasn't. I mean, it's the same thing with my type. They always seem like fun guys, and then you realize that they're just kind of dirtbags who want to sleep with every living rock on this planet. Like, I could be a fucking pole, and they'd immediately hit me up regardless I hung out with a few of his friends and let's just say men are dumb and I'm kind of exposing myself here but I don't think the friends ever realized what or who I was with before and over the course of like a few months I would just laugh about it I'd be like oh my god they have no idea like they're such idiots Because it was kind of shocking that they didn't talk about this stuff, and that's why men are confusing. You would think that they would go to their boys and be like, Yo, guess who I just hung with? Like, oh my god. No, they do it, but they don't always do it. So that's what confused me, because I was like, Oh, I kind of want one of them to say something about hanging out with me. Honestly, I don't know if that ever happened. Up until a few months ago, when I received a picture of three of them, and they all just had this, like, blank dickhead stare, just staring at the camera, and I answered. I was like, uh-huh, what the fuck? In my head, I'm like, holy shit, I've been caught, but at the same time, I don't really care. That had me down a rabbit hole and it still has me down a rabbit hole for that specific type of man because sometimes i like the dickhead side i like them being a little ignorant makes me feel better about myself i'm kidding but am i oh so high school comes to an end i graduated This is before all of Mr. Tom's friends are involved with me. So I had a hot girl summer, as you would say. I'm limiting up and I could care less who I'm with. Then comes college, you guys. Wow. That, for me, let's just say KU was limbo on earth probably the worst place in the world and no offense to some of the great people that I met there and the great people that helped educate me like my professors but god I fucking hated that place <laughs> so let's get into why KU men are evil so I'm gonna get into the whole college university type frat boy and I'll tell you, I experienced what seems to be real southern frat boy, honey. They were Christian-loving, Bible-thumper, cutie little guys, but not my type at all. I don't like men who are extremely religious. I don't know. That's a turn off for me. which is odd but it is KU that place was hell and the men and the women there except for a few were living paranormal demons I don't know how else to describe them they were self-loathing narcissistic rich, entitled people, and I didn't fit in there at all. So I first started hanging out with, like, frat boys the first few months that I went to KU as I was in a sorority for, hmm, like three or four weeks, barely anything, because they kicked me out because I was too sexual, basically, and people didn't like me. So, (laughs) and I am literally, this podcast is meant to be about men, but I am going to talk about the disgusting women of sororities and how they are built upon satisfying men and their opinions and thoughts about women. Anyways. So, I started hanging out with, like, the frat boys, and they were kind of fun. Like, Snoo, and that was basically it. I didn't like any of the other frats because they were, I don't know. People were weird down there, you guys. I can't describe it. I think I'm weird, but these people are fucking psychotic. So, when I was hanging out with these guys, it was like... They are down for one-night stands, and that's about it. There were a few good men at KU. I'll admit that. But you would only meet them at the bars. I didn't have any classes with, like, hot men. It was so frustrating. I'd have to wake up for my 8 a.m., go to all my classes, and then I'd get to my sport management class, and I was like, oh, my God, can't wait to see all of the athletes, like, eye candy as fuck in this class. No, ma'am. Where I sat, I sat at the top because who the fuck cares if you sit in the front of your lecture? Your professors really don't give a shit about you. I sat in the back and... First day, I sat alone because I didn't know anybody, and the entire baseball team comes and sits right behind me, and obviously, your girl was like, holy fuck, what am I supposed to do? I can't go on my phone. I don't want them to see, like, my social activities. I can't read. I'm honestly dyslexic or something. I can read, but I didn't want to stare at my computer for too long, like, just stupid shit that I thought they would notice, which, um, let's just say athletes are fucking oblivious. No offense. All offense, actually. They're oblivious. So, that was very intimidating the first day of class. I was like, oh my god. Mind you, none of them were hot. So, I was pissed off. I skipped that class a few times because I was so bored, as my other classes as well. But, I started to talk to some other types of people that I never thought I'd be talking to. Like, one time I hung out with this guy, and I find out he's, like, super Christian, and I was like, oh my god, am I going to be baptized here tonight? That didn't turn out too well. I ended up ghosting him completely because... Uh, I'm good, you weirdo. He's, like, in love with his sister. That type of shit. Anyways, KU was a shitstorm and a half. And then your girl found Hinge. Hinge is so funny, ladies. If you're not on it, honestly, get on it just to look at all the types of men. I put mine in the minneapolis area because no way in hell am i ever hanging out with another st cloud central minnesota man ever again i'm sorry i i I can't they're enough toxicity to fill a gymnasium like they're nasty anyways I put my hinge in Minneapolis, and oh my god, your girl is getting so many matches. It's so fun to, like, talk to these guys. It's almost, like, addicting because you don't actually have to meet up with them. It's just that attention that everybody likes. I dropped out of college, and that was in mid-February. Mental health and my whole situation down there was the worst it has ever been and i decided to leave to better myself and be surrounded by my friends and family who actually appreciated and valued me and i couldn't be happier i'm doing so well i have a career set up now but regardless i am now re-enrolling into St. Cloud State University, Roll Huskies, yeah. Not my number one choice, being that I grew up here, but I am very appreciative of the opportunity to continue my education, knowing that so many people don't even get the opportunity to go to higher education. Anyways, I come back from KU and... This whole situation with men now is confusing and exhausting. I have gotten into probably two situationships within the past few months that I've been home. And I'm at the point of, I don't give a fuck anymore. If you don't want to be with me, if you don't want to talk to me any longer, bye. I'm good. It's funny to me. And... I started realizing that when I came home, my mental health was better. I started realizing that I need to put myself first before anybody. And that's just in general. I mean, you can put your family first as well and your friends. But when it comes to men, fuck them. You can fuck them and you can fuck them, if you know what I mean.